0: Welcome to Bacon Sale! M. Night Shyamalan twisted. there's a girl in this episode!
1: Wow. That's all I got. She just basically spoiled the entire episode. <laughs> yeah, we usually don't get to what the show's about till like 10 minutes in. <laughs> Ooh,
2: but we do have teasers now too. Yeah, oh yeah, that's true. Jacob, have you been tasting? have you been taking estrogen therapy? Because yes. you sound so Call different. Call me
0: Caitlin! <laughs> I mean,
2: <laughs> Oh, you would ruin it by making it topical. I'm sorry. Uh, um, well, you're not Jacob. Wait a minute.
0: <laughs> I'm not.
2: Where is Jake? Uh Jacob has gone home. Okay. Uh, uh, oh, ba- oh, he's passed on? <laughs> no. Not that far home. Okay. Uh, Maybe he's just, been
0: dead the whole time. He just went back Ooh. home
2: to the woods where he could build a jacuzzi. That's all I really know about his trip.
1: Yeah. That's kind of strange. Yeah. But his family home where he could build a jacuzzi? Yeah, he's going back home in the woods where he can build a jacuzzi. <laughs> That's, that's what I know about it. Okay, so we do have a guest today, though. We do. I'm, I'm sure everyone noticed. Our third ever third ever guest? Yeah, our third guest. And the first female guest on Bacon that's Cell. That's right. It only took us 24 shows, so <laughs> at that ratio... I mean, it could have been worse. We're misogynist. Yeah, yes. for
0: sure. I mean, I think everyone knew that, by now. <laughs> yes.
1: Well, uh, <laughs> well, first of all, let's introduce ourselves. I'm Joel. I'm Kent.
0: And I'm Emily. Emily! Hey. Emily, how's it going? So good. So...
1: Yeah, sorry, Joel. I know we're both so excited to introduce Emily here. (laughs) There's a
0: girl in the room.
2: (laughs) Um, Emily, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and why we chose you to be on this podcast.
0: Well, first and foremost, I am the fact checker that you guys always talk about in every episode or the listener. Either way. Well, we actually have two
1: fact checkers (laughs) Uh, and one mm. listener. Okay. Oh yeah, one listen. Yeah, exactly. well, like, one, one person that listens listeners. for enjoyment, and two people that just want to correct us on okay. everything we get I'm wrong. I'm not sure which one
0: it one is, is. Yeah.
1: but it just goes to show you out there if you comment enough and persistently <laughs> enough, we may bring you on the, show. on the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing, because Emily is part of an awesome podcast called War Horse versus War Machine. That
0: no, War Machine versus War Horse. That's actually. what I meant. Yeah, War Machine versus course. War Horse. Same Did thing. I get it <laughs> wrong again? Yeah. What's it called? okay? Tell us what it
1: is so people can find it.
0: War Machine versus War Horse. Yes. And
1: tell us what the show does. Because um, I think it's awesome.
0: Yeah, so we take a new release and then we pit it against two older releases that kind of have the same theme.
1: For example.
0: For example, with The Visit, because we have an episode for that too. We did we reviewed The Visit and then we pitted it against so Burnt Offerings, which is this uh 1970s horror film, mm-hmm. uh, versus The Skeleton Key with Kate Hudson. And the theme is old people in their scary houses. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's appropriate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that makes so, sense. You know. <laughs> it, and it is great for, for anyone listening and they, they don't want to listen to new movie reviews right. just in case they haven't seen the movie. What they do is they do like 30 minutes of a review. Non-spoilers though. Right. I mean, it's all just, hey, here's how it is. And then they, you know, they pit it against two older movies, which everyone's probably seen. And then the last maybe ten fifteen minutes is actually a spoiler filled review, yeah,
0: depending on if the, if it needs to be a spoiler filled. Yeah, review. But yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, we did that for the visit for sure, which
2: you kind of need to,
0: which you need to. So well, and, and the...
2: we do need to. We we need to put a clarification on there that uh, we are going to talk about the visit, the newest M Night Shyamalan movie. Yeah, but we're going to do it spoiler free, so we're really not going to talk about it much at all. <laughs> well, we can talk about what we liked and what we didn't like in general. A, in yeah. Okay, but we don't want to spoil the movie for you. Uh, if you want to know more about it, you can ask us about it at BaconCell.com. Because there
1: was one time we did an Avengers review, and we tried to do it spoiler-free. And it was about 45 minutes of us being like, and then the one guy, yeah. yes and then yes the Hulk <laughs> punching no, I liked, the guy. I
2: liked our Ant-Man version where we did the spoiler-free review first, and then we went full spoilers. Yeah. Although I will say we will be discussing pretty much all of M. Night Shyamalan's work. And we're not going to spoil, or we're going to spoil basically every other movie he made because, except for the visit, except for the visit, yes, it, that's the thing. Is the la- After Earth is the last one we'll probably spoil, and if Can you I haven't seen it, it, yet, that was, it was, yeah, there's no real twist in that one, but it's two years old, so. Statue of
1: Limitations. So please listen, but it's also your fault <laughs> yes. for not seeing this disclaimer. If you've never ahead.
0: seen The Sixth Sense, turn away and fix that right now. Oh, we'll talk about that. <laughs> yeah. I, have a, I have a story
1: about me getting spoiled on that. So guys, I, I really want to talk about M. Night Shyamalan because I, to me, he is such a puzzle.
0: Mm.
1: Okay. And that's probably intentional on his part.
0: A Rivers Cuomo puzzle.
1: Uh, what does that mean? <laughs> It's, it's a puzzle of a guy who got in a
2: car accident and then changed his life. I don't know. You you spoke for about a half hour on it last Oh, time, a so. reverse Cuomo. Yeah. I thought you said a reverse Cuomo. And I was like, <laughs> I
0: was like what do you mean? Listen, that psychologist.
2: What's a reverse Cuomo?
1: It's actually a wrestling move. I don't know if you guys know that. Okay. You mean he's actually a rocker who is actually pretty secure with himself. Yes. And yes. consistently popular. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so so we. I, I want to talk about the mystery of him because... You know, as we well know, you know, he was a great director, came out of the, you know, just came out of the park, ready to swing, and then, you know, lost swing it. Swing away. Yeah. Well. A swing away indeed. Yes, exactly. Because there was a
2: time when it was like M. Night Shyamalan, the name meant mm-hmm. it's going to be a freaky movie with a twist. When you yeah. heard
0: it in the theaters, you know, like when they, when those trailers came out, they were big trailers and people would be like... Oh, you know, as soon as they heard them. but yeah, then now pro- it's Prominently like, oh. displayed
2: name by M. Night yes, Shyamalan. every
0: Never time, been... every time. Ooh, and but he then... wanted to be the next no. Spielberg. He wanted his name to mean something. Well, not only did he want
1: it to happen, he yeah. actually said that to people. He's like, yeah. I'm the next Spielberg. Yeah. I'm the next yeah. Hitchcock. Hitchcock. Yeah. But
2: then, now, his name has become kind of a, a hiss joke. and a byword. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It's like M. Night Shyamalan. Oh, yeah, okay, we'll that see what guy. he can do. Yeah. In fact, his last... His last uh, big movie, Before the Visit, After Earth, you didn't even know his name was attached to it. Mm -hmm. Did it even have from the producer of or from the director of? No, it was just Will Smith and his son. Jaden yeah. Smith.
1: He's <laughs> is that what it said on the poster? <laughs> will Smith and his son. Exactly. Will Smith
0: and son. Yeah,
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's pretty much what it was. Now, so I, I do want to kind of go, before we get into the whole meat right. of the matter, let's right. kind of describe his movies in short, if we could. Right. And we'll go through them just quickly, one by one, uh, with the ones he directed. Should we stick to just directed? Yeah, just directed. But, I mean, we will have to mention one, which is kind of his baby, but he produced it. Right. Stuart yes. Little. <laughs> 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 yeah. She's
0: all that. She goes through. Ghost- that. Can we talk about He that?
2: says he ghost wrote. <laughs> <it. was> actually a <laughs> lie. But the screenwriter, what? The, well yeah, the, the uh she's all that screenwriter. <laughs> You're already shocked, huh? Yeah, the screenwriter. What? He said that he ghost wrote she's all that. The classic uh, oh I just blanked on her name. What's Rachel her name? Rachel Lee Cook. Rachel Cook. Yes. <laughs> uh, that, you know, that, that uh, nerdy girl turned hot girl. Typical movie. It was never all that. No, takes off. To start her, with yeah, yeah, seriously, yeah. yeah. But uh, he said that he ghost wrote that. But then the screenwriter actually came out and said, "I never worked I with did. M Night Shyamalan. <laughs> I wrote this." So who knows? <laughs> oh, okay. he but did. he actually he only wrote Stuart Little. He didn't produce Stuart Little, so we won't talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, just to run down, I'm, I'm just going to run down the names real quick, and then we'll go back and discuss them. Why so
0: did anyone claim she's all that,
2: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean,
0: I'm serious. Anyway, sorry. But
2: it looks like he's directed. Uh, I want to say ten. No, he's done 11. Yeah, 11. So, Praying with Anger, his first movie, then Wide Awake, The Sixth Sense, Unbreakable, Signs, The Village, Lady in the Water, The Happening, The Last Airbender, After Earth,
1: and then The Visit. So we're going to start with this third movie because that's really when things started happening for him. 1999 is when that was his year when he did Stuart Little. (laughs) (laughs) Stop it.
2: (laughs) This is now a Stuart
1: Little podcast.
2: (laughs) Yes, The Sixth Sense, 1999. Now, I will say up front uh, that... I did not see The Sixth Sense in theaters.
0: Was it during your dark age? It was.
2: <laughs> Joel had a dark age. You know, it a took him. a uh, Had to, take him to rehab. It was when it was when. And I've said this before. I was on my mission. Also, oh, the opposite of rehab. Okay, <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> exactly. And so I didn't see it in theaters. And in fact, I'm just going to tell this story right off the bat. Yeah. No, please do. So I was in. Uh, I was on my mission, and my brother wrote me and said, "There's this movie called The Sixth Sense." I do not want you to talk to anyone about this movie. He Says I'm not telling you anything. Don't talk about it. Don't listen to other people talking about it. But you need to watch it when you get home. The Sixth Sense. And I'm oh, like, that's impossible. Well, right? So, well, missionaries, missionaries come in, and every time they said The Sixth Sense, I'd walk out of the room. And they're like, oh, wow. you, this movie, The Sixth Sense. And I'm like, no, 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 la 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 la. They plug me or something. What's, what's up with that guy? He's offended. Yeah. <laughs> Ghost <laughs> movies. I don't want to hear about oh, movies satanic. on my mission. <laughs> it's media, <laughs> um, which I was obsessed with. But then this uh, elder who was going home, this missionary who was going home. So he'd been there longer than I had, which yes. means he hadn't seen it either. And he was going home, and I gave him a word of advice. And I said, hey, when you get home, I don't know anything about it, but my brother said you should watch the movie The Sixth Sense. And he said, quote, oh, is that the movie where Bruce Willis had, like, no. had a big shotgun no. wound in his back and he was dead the whole time? And I just went, I don't know. Oh. Aww. Spoiled.
0: Kill that guy. <laughs> I can't. Seriously. It
2: was the first movie I watched when I came home. And uh, I was thoroughly impressed, but I knew the twist at the end. I hoped hoped he hadn't ruined it for me, but he did ruin it for me. (laughs) So there's my impression of the sixth sense is that Uh, that was my memory of the sixth sense.
1: I would say about a quarter of the population of the nation uh, actually have that same sort of thing where they hadn't seen the movie yet. But people were so excited that first weekend to tell everyone to go see this, that they accidentally or purposely spoiled the movie for everyone else. Yeah. Because that is the movie you think of. Big movie spoiler. It's the Sixth yeah. Sense, yeah, yeah. and
2: yeah. a lot of his movies are like that, where they have these spoilers, and it, you can still enjoy. It. Like I still enjoy watching The Sixth Sense every time I watch it, mm-hmm. but if you, it's like if you know the spoiler, it does kind of change mm-hmm. the
0: movie. Yeah, that sucks because that's a different movie the first time you watch it, and then you can't ever see that movie again.
1: Yeah, really? uh, for the same through the same eyes, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I will say you do
2: want to, though, like you want to watch the, yeah. the second time and be like, what did I miss that first mm-hmm. yeah. time? Yeah. And watch if he ever, ever touches anything or, you know, interacts with his wife or the, or the mom or anything.
1: And it's pretty well crafted. It really is. Hmm. Well, I mean, that's kind of why it was so well received. I mean, it really is, I would say, a great movie.
0: Yeah. Oh, you would. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I and I
1: did. <laughs> if, if I if I I
0: have a leap to say this <laughs> yeah. it's a great movie. Oh, well, well, geez,
2: I'm super controversial. <laughs> and if I may say, thanks for humbling me, Emily. That's <laughs> awesome. It was it was nominated for Best Picture. Yeah, which is it crazy. Was. I was
0: about to add that too. That like this guy who's a laughing stock was didn't he get nominated for Best Director as well? Yes, he did. Yeah. So like, but uh, this is
2: 1999. He was there. It was nominated for the Best Picture, and I would say it probably should have won.
0: What won that year?
2: That year it was American Beauty. Uh, I'll go through. It was American Beauty one, and then the nominees were The Cider House Rules, Green Mile, Insider, and The Sixth Sense. Yeah. It's between Mm. Sixth Sense and Green Mile, but I'll tell you this. People still talk about The Sixth Sense. Yeah. They don't talk about American Beauty.
1: Well, you do because you said you'll never watch it. I don't want to watch that. You're going to watch it. I don't want to watch
0: it. Are you doing the... Best Picture thing, yeah. There's a there's a couple
1: that I'm
2: like, oh, so I really have to watch that one? Because based on everything I know, I don't really want to see it. Yeah, but anyway, sense. that's a whole different podcast. Neither here nor there. But I mean, yeah, this movie got a lot of acclaim, and it's one of the few movies too that actually increased in popularity as it was in theaters.
0: So did Zions actually?
2: Well, it came out as this like sleeper hit. And no one knew what mm-hmm. it was, and mm-hmm. then it slowly built as it went on, and it started making
1: more money the second and third weeks than it did the first week. Oh man. I believe. Good times.
0: Yeah. Ninety nine was a good year. Yeah, it really was.
1: I would say one of the best years in cinema, personally. Ninety nine? Yeah. Really? Matrix Fight Club. Yeah. Oh. Sixth Sense? That's right. All the way.
0: The Phantom Menace.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And you ruined nineteen ninety nine. Oh, it's gone. No, because here's the thing. (laughs) How did you do that? (laughs) I found some facts. The The Sixth
2: Sense was the second highest grossing film of nineteen ninety nine behind Star Wars.
1: So this little (laughs) this little movie no one really knew what about. Awesome. Uh, almost as much money as Star Wars. Well, yeah. it, it's funny because everyone calls this his breakthrough movie, and it was. It was his third movie, and people tend to think of it as his first. Yeah. Well, because it's his breakthrough role. I mean, we don't yeah.
2: we don't really talk about actors in their minor roles. It's like this is their breakthrough role. Yeah, that's true.
0: Kind of yeah. like Christopher Nolan, too. Just like, we'll start with Memento and forget the other ones. Yeah, so yeah well,
1: exactly. Yeah. There's only, you know, following. But that's yeah. it.
0: Well,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think I will be discussing Christopher Nolan and shamalan as we go on okay man this could be like two three hours long to be honest with you <laughs> and, and honestly the reason i wanted to bling, bring emily on the show this bling. is the reason <laughs> this is bling bling bling. Fun, fun fact she wrote a college paper on m night Shyamalan.
0: <laughs> she did that's the reason tell us about I, that well okay actually i'm trying to th- think if it was a paper versus i did a presentation and <laughs> did, <laughs> i did, did both i think did
1: people laugh when, when you start talking about him no what what year was this
0: Mm-hmm. 11th grade. I graduated no Let's I graduated kid. in two thousand and eleven so it probably was so this is this no is, probably two thousand and nine I would say
2: so this is post this? Uh, failure goodness yeah I, this is yeah, <laughs>
0: I did a class that was post apocalypse <laughs> post apocalyptic science fiction, but i actually i don 't think it was that class actually, but it was this it was this one, I think it was actually religion and film at BYU. Okay. <laughs> and um we were taking two scenes and comparing them, and so I took a really similar scene from The Happening versus a similar scene in The Signs and showing, like, the why did this one have? Did
2: you just say The Signs? Yeah, she did it the I? Oh, my gosh, it's your
0: fault. <laughs> <laughs> Before the podcast started, he called it The Signs. I
1: did. Yeah, you did on record, though, so. Yeah, this is recorded. I know.
0: I saw The Signs, and they opened up my eyes. I saw them. Um what are you, Joel?
2: <laughs> yeah, she basically just turned into me right there.
0: <laughs> anyway, Um Back to college.
2: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> you were the one that brought it up. It's yeah, not, it's yeah, not yeah even okay, that fine. Tell a us. story, but <laughs> I just compared two scenes: one from Signs and one from uh the happening where showing how he has these two family scenes but somehow along the way he's doing the same thing but like there's no heart there and where which, did it go You remember wrong? which
2: scene from the happening which scene from sixth sense just briefly? i know the
0: scene from science i can't remember the scene from oh, the happening. It
2: was signs, Yeah, the scene,
0: the scene from science was the dinner table scene okay oh, which so is good. such a great scene yeah. and there you know you feel the heart and um
2: it is except for i always think to myself where did they get all that food? They're in the middle of
0: nowhere. <laughs> they
2: live on a farm. They live on a farm, but they have like mashed Let's potatoes and bacon cheeseburgers. Do they go out and slaughter a cow.
1: Yeah, I mean you have to. It's they the had last corn. <laughs> Corn's the easiest thing ever. no, <laughs> no, no. no say, that's all they had. That's oh, what I'm okay. saying, I didn't say. say. <laughs> I didn't see any cattle out there.
0: <laughs> well, Meryl. Won and then was it? Teriyaki? Was it
2: the? Was it the dinner scene from The Happening when they're all sitting around the awkward table? I think
0: um, it was. I don't. I don't know. She I slaps the
2: hands of the girl. She tries to get the cookie. It was. It was some scene that
0: was. trying Trying to emulate like this, like heartbreaking moment, but it clearly just failed. Yeah. And so I I put the scenes back to back. That's really all I remember. I have the paper somewhere I can put it up on bacon cell <laughs> We're gonna sale.
2: put college papers on bacon
1: cell <laughs> I'm gonna post mine we're about gonna, we're have, movies in the sixties. <laughs> we're gonna have hero brackets and yeah. college thesis papers. So Joel, if you could please quickly go through I mean, not to rush <laughs> us or anything. We're really, fifteen minutes in, but rush through the, the rest of his films because I can't wait to get to what what went wrong? Okay, well yeah, well I mean, uh, did you guys both get your impressions of the sixth sense? Yeah, sixth I mean, zone?
0: the only thing I'd want to say too is I just <laughs> I'm a lot younger than you guys, but you know, I was like in what? She's six... thanks,
1: Brandon. <laughs> yeah, I'm an old. <laughs> I, no, no,
0: no, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> you're,
1: you're millennial. Not it's okay. I, so I don't, are you? No, I don't normally have this beard. I just <laughs> yeah. it looks old.
0: <laughs> I was in sixth grade when this came out, and um, I just like. It was the movie. You know what I mean? Like, all the trailers coming out. Every single trailer, he would do his deep breath and I see dead people. That was all that needed to sell the movie, not the twist. And so, the fact that, like, the premise alone was so scary. Well, so
2: no, go ahead. You're you're talking. the, The
0: premise alone was so scary that that was enough. And, like, then the fact that it, like did this major twist it was a game changer of a film it was huge it was one of the biggest films well and that's
2: what i love about it is that it's not just jump scares it's atmospheric horror i mean you feel uncomfortable Mm -hmm. the entire time yeah Yeah. and you don't know why Mm -hmm. like they really don't show anything for the first half of the movie and even and it's funny because like we watch it again and it's so obvious when he says like i see dead people Mm -hmm. cut to bruce willis and and zoom into bruce willis yeah. yeah and it's like you get that audience? Yeah. And I, I, I read a thing where the, the studio was actually worried, well, you're giving it away. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. But and as no. a viewer,
2: you don't really notice that. Yeah.
0: And on rewatch now, like, it's a different film to me because, you know, it was this horror film the first time and now, like, I just really love the emotion between mm-hmm. the mother and the son. Yeah. Oh, it gets great, me every time. It's a great you know? relationship. Yeah, I really
2: sure. like that relationship between mother and son. Me too. I think uh, Colette uh tony Collette. Collette. tony collett yeah. thank yes. you mm-hmm. <laughs> so she was
0: nominated too yeah supporting actress wow she won. i had no idea it amazing. got it
2: got a lot of critical love it and it got a lot of financial mm-hmm. love and it's no wonder that he was able to then move on to unbreakable his
1: oh, blank check essentially <laughs> i mean his disney was saying hey you made a mm-hmm. fantastic movie and he's like yeah i want to work, work with bruce Willis again cool cool do whatever you need and then he made unbreakable mm-hmm which, which, if we're going to talk about Rivers Cuomo, I mean, this is his Pinkerton. It's, it is. Right it kind of is, it yeah. Is. I mean, it's he an made analogy. a movie that, that critics were like, oh, that was, came out of left field. It's good, but it's left field. It was just so unusual. Yeah. And Unbreakable has, has
2: uh, it's in my mind, is one of the great examples of why I like to not know anything about a movie going into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It came out in 2000. I still wasn't home. <laughs> and I, that one didn't get enough buzz. And so I came home watching this movie, no idea what was going to happen. And then when you find out the superhero aspect, I
1: was like, oh my gosh, this is a superhero origin movie? That is amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. And it's so well done. I mean, if this movie came out right now, it would almost be the perfect movie. Because I really think there's exhaustion with the superhero genre. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. And this movie would just kind of, just, it would stand out. Whereas back then, it was just like, what the heck are you making? <laughs> mm-hmm. That's not a horror movie at all. Well, no, the funny thing about it is when uh,
2: a Disney executive, Walt well, Disney Studios executive actually bought the, the rights to the sixth sense without consulting any of the other executives or or corporate and he got in trouble and actually dismissed because of it and they didn't really want to produce it so they just sold it to spyglass entertainment and then they still retained distribution rights okay unbreakable comes along and that's when they basically gave him you know kind of like okay we'll let you do whatever you want because they learned that oh this guy kind of knows
1: what he's doing and i think this is kind of when Much like Rivers Cuomo started to make the parallel again. Mm, It's true. He's like, I made something great and everyone praised me and now they're not accepting my second work. I mean, audiences weren't quite sure. I don't Joel, do you have the numbers on this like box office? I think it was a flop, right? Well, that's the funny thing is it
2: earned uh, $248 million worldwide, but still considered financially disappointing by the studio. Wow like they weren't they weren't impressed with it. Domestically it didn't do as well. Well, and the reason I bring that up is cuz did you guys hear that this was supposed to be the first part of a trilogy? Was that something that you guys believed? I've
0: heard that. Yes.
1: Uh, in in fact, yeah, he wasn't quite sure what he wanted to do with the, with the character. Mm-hmm. He wanted to maybe wait till technology got a little bit cooler cuz the next ones would have been pretty awesome. Right. And he was waiting and then Things happened to his career, and basically people wow. said, please don't ruin this movie. <laughs> well, but here's the thing. In December of 2000,
2: Shyamalan denied rumors he wrote Unbreakable as the first installment of the trilogy. He said he wasn't even thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I, I, in my mind, for some reason, I don't remember where I heard it, but I heard this is the first part of the trilogy, and then we get to see the superhero progression. Yeah. But apparently, that's not even true. It's
1: not that true. That's what I would prefer. It that's not what Wikipedia, be. True, of all knowledge and truth. Yeah. Well, he d- okay. He says this now that he wants to make it into a trilogy, mm-hmm. and he says that was a plan all along. Well, and Bruce Willis said something
2: about it when it was being released. Yeah, that he would like to see a trilogy. But M Night Shyamalan said apparently mm, that wasn't
1: in my wasn't in my view. In fact, when they made Devil, which we'll get to, he wanted you know other Devil. directors.
0: <laughs> nice. Thank you.
1: One more time, Devil. <laughs> he wanted other directors to take his stuff, like Devil. And make their own, you know, movie. Kind of because he was getting panned like crazy. And uh, the Unbreakable sequels would have been part of that.
2: Well, and it's got to be hard
1: because M. Night Shyamalan has now, his name is associated with
2: twists. Mm -hmm. Yes. And he's been attached to certain movies. And every time his name is attached to a movie, you think there's going to be a twist. Mm -hmm. In fact, he was, I guess, set to direct Life of Pi. Yeah. Which is the movie about the boy on the boat with the animals. Yeah. And there is a twist in that film, but he said he actually didn't want to end up directing it because he didn't want his name attached to it because that would automatically put that perception in there. Whereas going into the movie without his name in it, you don't see the twist coming. Yeah, true. It's almost unfair to, like, see an M. Night Shyamalan movie now because it's like, oh, there's going to be a twist. Even though, like, after Earth, there isn't one. No. Happening. Not really. Honestly, I mm-hmm.
1: wouldn't even say Unbreakable is really a would twist because it's science? really a slow progression. No, it is. I, I, it's a twist. When you it's find out about Mr. Glass.
0: Yeah. That, okay, that's pretty shocking. When you, when you find out
2: Samuel L. Jackson caused all those things, yeah. just like, yeah. what? You, well, okay,
0: because, I'll, I'll give you that. Because that's what's so great about that movie is that Bruce Willis is kind of the unlikable one the whole time. Yeah, it's true. And you root for... Samuel L. Jackson. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so when it's turned on his head, you're like, what? You know, rooting and, and, for the bad guy. Yeah, for sure. So I yeah. disagree. I would say signs though, I don't know if that's a twist so much as a revelation. Well,
1: people would say the water thing in Signs was a twist. I don't think it's yes. a twist. I, I like, wouldn't say so. I think it was just a build. Yeah. It, I mean, it's just a clue.
0: Similar to things. And a lot of people don't like
1: it. it, but I have to say I do
2: because I didn't see it coming. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of why I think it is a twist because this little girl had this thing about the water and it's like, whatever. And then they happen to have all these water glasses around. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. Like it felt like a twist to me because it was something that
1: caught me off guard that I did not see coming, which seems like a twisty thing. But okay, so Signs is about aliens. out 2002 is probably his most. Summer-friendly movie, I would say.
2: I was trying to think of (laughs) the next song.
1: That's
2: Inception. Oh, yeah, sorry. (laughs) No, we're doing Uh, doing the theme to Signs, which I would say the theme from Signs is the only, like, recognizable theme song to me of these movies. I can't think of the ones for the other because they're all that more atmospheric. James Newton I can't think of
1: The Village just because it is very pretty. But you're right, pretty, it is very amateur. But even then, it's just like violins. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, so Unbreakable. Uh, not Unbreakable. Excuse me. We're talking about Signs. So Signs, Alien movie, Mel Gibson, Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, pretty fun and actually kind of scary, but many people don't like it. And I know, I would say half the half the people I know that are, know Shyamalan mm-hmm. don't like this movie. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and just as a point of uh, reference here.
2: So I looked up the box office numbers and the Rotten Tomato numbers for each yeah. one of these movies. Signs is the second highest grossing film that he made. Yeah, Six Cents being first. Okay, Signs is second. You want to know what's third?
0: Oh, After <laughs> Last
2: Airbender, it's the Last oh, Airbender <laughs> with one hundred and thirty one million dollars. Okay. Most of that international. All
0: right, of that Americans. makes
2: sense. Global audiences. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I say that ma- that the most demeaning way. Yeah, but and and it's funny too because then I mean so Six Cents, Signs, Last Airbender, top three highest grossing. You look at the Rotten Tomato score, and it's six cents. Signs Unbreakable, so Signs did pretty well, according to to. Yeah. A it lot was of a
0: popcorn film. film. Like I remember when it came out, it held the box office, the highest grossing box office weekend for like a month. I remember like seeing the ads that it kept it kept going, and I was really excited because I was a huge. Well, it's show mil, on it was Mel Gibson. It was Walking yeah. Phoenix.
1: Yeah. Yeah. it was. It, was, fun. It, it, was fun. it came out in a great time for PG thirteen horror, and mm-hmm. I know it sounds weird to say that, knowing what we know about Signs. But it was scary, and then it was followed a few months later by the ring. Like it was a good time for scary movies. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and the it thing was. I like about science, I'm
2: not, I'm not uh, aliens have never really scared me. Ghosts, yeah. zombies, yes, but aliens not so much. Mm-hmm. But this movie had moments of pure terror, mm-hmm. and I remember specifically. And it's talked out by a lot of people, but the Brazilian party, yes, yeah, the the little you know shaky cam footage, Walking the bigfoot footage in the closet, and it's just it was so well built mm-hmm. that the moment it's building up, building up, building up, and then when mm-hmm. you finally actually see. The Blurry Alien, it's horrifying. Yeah. I would say that was probably the most scary part of the entire movie.
1: Now, I'm going to take this back to college because this <laughs> that's when this came out. And uh, I remember, every, I, like, I, I bought it on DVD, and I would just take it everywhere and we basically make it an activity cuz you know college trying yep. to socialize yep. we'd make little tin hats uh, i made a tin hat in college too <laughs> did you <do? laughs> okay yeah, I absolutely that's funny did. yeah <laughs> it's kind of cute yeah it's cute
0: <laughs> i think signs is like the perfect blend of comedy and suspense it's like i to me i think it's one of his most accessible films but because of Either the twist or the design of the aliens, the special effects, whatever you want to blame it on. There's a lot of people that it, it's off-putting to, I, and, I think I, it's, and I don't know why. It's,
1: people don't like that they actually show the aliens, yeah. but the majority of people say... Aliens are stupid. to come to a water planet and they get killed by water. Holy cow, you're offending so many people it's we talked to though. today. That's
0: what everyone Well, says. No, do you, yeah.
2: I mean, they have a valid point. That is almost Shaman's voice. The saying, Earth is 70% water. But you know what I think it is? Hmm. I think it was like, you know, some alien executive was like, let's go to Earth. And they go there
1: and they're like, this is 70% water. And he's like, uh, Hi, well, we're here
2: anyway. And the boss said to go. So
1: invade. I look at signs as a companion piece to Independence Day, and I know I've <laughs> poo pooed on Independence Day oh, on. a lot. You did, but because it's just so global and not about America. Just kidding, uh, but it's just so America. big. That this movie is as small as you can go, it's a and it's very... a home under siege, and that's what I love it's about so it. It's so good, because then you get the impression of mm-hmm. that's happening all over the world, but I yeah. love that you
2: have this one family to yeah. focus on. Yeah.
0: It's the birds, but aliens. Yes. You know, because well. it's that whole family, you know, in this house, yes, sure. claustrophobia, you know, sorry. I was going to
2: say, I'd, I'd compare the happening to the birds more than I would signs <laughs> to the okay. birds, but well. understandable.
0: <laughs> uh, it, I said the alien way. version of it. You did. You did. You did.
2: <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, think science, I think it's. I think it's got some great moments in it. But then let's move on to the village, which is this I would is say where the most controversial. It is. This is
1: where people thought he'd start splitting. Yeah, like, yes. yes. it's noticeable. You can see it. Mm-hmm. I remember the trailer for this one, and it looked like a straight up horror film. Mm-hmm. And everyone was excited. Yeah. And keep in mind, every one of his movies have been mismarketed.
0: That's oh, true. Yeah, he yeah
1: did, Maybe true. with the exception of signs. Uh, I don't remember like the sense. trailers. I
0: don't think that's mismarketed
1: Well, yeah. it wasn't really marketed as much. That was a thing. Yeah, it was, it was they just kind of, kind of underground. I know, like
0: I said, the trailers are always everywhere with the, I see dead people. And okay, so that was, that's true. You know, I was like, okay, this movie looks awesome. Yeah. So yeah. I think that one was okay.
1: And then you saw The Village, and you're like, I am so into this. The acting was so good yes. by everyone. And then she well, jumps over the fence. Well... Okay. I wouldn't say the acting is great because I will say I
2: remember thinking, man, they're so awkward in their way they talk. And it was <laughs> because they were forcing them not to use contractions. But it just sounded Really? A you off. noticed that? Like <laughs> grammar police over here? <laughs> I was an English major. Nerd.
0: <laughs> Nerd alert. <laughs> um,
2: and I, I, I did guess the first twist of once again spoiler alert that the monsters aren't real well okay. yeah. yeah but i did not guess the second twist and i was caught off guard when they said oh no this is just you know you're the, you're in modern times you just live in this village mm-hmm. that is olden mm-hmm. times yeah did you know by the way that apparently that there's uh plagiarism oh, yeah. uh, accusations. accusations about that because there's a book called running out of time by margaret peterson Haddix that has about this uh a village whose inhabitants are secretly forced to live in the 1830s when the year is actually 1996, And a girl is actually told to go out and find medicine for diphtheria. Uh. <laughs> I think it is or something like that. They have some disease, diphtheria, something, like that. and she has to go out Some organ find trail it. disease. But sure. it's much more focused on the outside world. And so okay. there is some similarities, but also I, I read the
1: plot and I was like, eh, I could see that, eh. but, you know. This, I think, is the point where I started thinking, man, M. Night Shyamalan is a great story teller. Mm-hmm. But maybe not the best movie maker. So George Lucas? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Okay. Like, I think if M. Night Shyamalan wrote, wrote a book of short, scary stories, I'd be all over that. I think it would be a sensational a book. book. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which, which leads up
2: to... No, no, no. Wait, wait. Before we move on to yes. the village, from the village, I do want to mention that it was it's very dividing. Mm-hmm. But it always holds a special place in my heart, Kent. Oh, no. Why? Because I wrote a parody of it. One of my first major parodies. I was in a comedy group at BYU called Divine Comedy. Okay. And we wrote a parody of The Village called The Bubble. And it was about this group of individuals (laughs) that feared the color red, did never go outside of their bubble, and when someone gets a cut, they need some rubbing alcohol to clean it, but there's no alcohol
1: in all of Utah Valley. (laughs)
2: And they really fear good. the color red. <laughs> they fear the
1: color red, and so on the nose a little I bit. Like it's, it. it is. It's, it's very, but it fits so perfectly. There's a school with the, rivalry between the U of U and
2: BYU. Yes, for Yes. Yeah. And so it, it fit the it fit that so well. And I just I wrote this parody, and I put a lot of heart into it. And Wait, I really, you wrote it? I, I, I me and a buddy, mine, me and a buddy of mine wrote it. Do so Ryan, do? if you're out there listening, do you have video? I do. It's on YouTube actually. Ooh. Okay. If you if you go to YouTube and and just look for the bubble Divine Comedy, I think there's like two different versions on there from different nights. But there is a twist at the end too. I said that I mean, we made sure to put it in there. <laughs> okay. So, but the village is kind weird. of excited. The village, even though it's not my favorite, it's still, yeah. it's still a still good movie.
1: Okay. So then let's move on to Lady in the Water. The trailers for Lady in the Water were very exciting because it said a bedtime story by M. Night Shyamalan. Even it, though people were burned by the end of the village, right? They said, "Holy cow!" I don't remember. What, this is going to be awesome. I don't
2: remember what movie I was seeing, but I remember at that exact moment. It said it was this trailer, and it was like whatever. and It says a bedtime story, and then the music changed darker, and it says by M Night Shyamalan, and the audience audibly
0: oohed. They're yeah,
1: like, ooh, huh.
0: that's not happening anymore.
1: <laughs> no, it, it's sad, or people will boo almost, yeah, <laughs> or, almost. or laugh like, oh, great. Yeah. You know, I don't know, Emily. Do you remember watching Lady in the Water do in the theater? I
0: remember watching Lady in the Water. In the th- yes, I do. <laughs> yes, I remember.
1: So you guys, so you guys saw it in
2: theaters. Uh-huh. Yeah, we
0: saw it in theaters, and you know, we were we were huge Shyamalan fans, and we we were still like, no, no, like. Well, there, there's merit to this. It's fine. It's, it's, it's fine. Like, yeah, great idea. <laughs> oh, look at the characters. Yeah.
1: Great. Paul Giamatti is awesome. But
0: Paul Giamatti and Bryce DelSoto, yeah, they're fine. Like, I mean, it's not it's not as amazing as the other, but you know, it's, it's good. And
1: then? <laughs> I bought it on DVD for Pete's sake. You did not. I did. At I saw it once point. in the theater and I said, I think I like that. I'm going to buy that. Have I even opened it? I have yeah. not.
0: <laughs> at some point, some rewatch happened and it's like, no.
1: I saw this no. movie on DVD.
2: And I felt insulted. Oh. Me and my family all watched it together, and we got through. And we were all like, "That was one of the dumbest movies I've ever seen." Yeah, I have not gone back and watched it. Yeah. people have told me, "No, you got to go back and watch it because it's a child story. You got to think of it like a bedtime story, You're like for children." I don't know why they have colds, but, um, <laughs> I mean... but I don't want to. I don't want to waste my time on that because I watched it and I was like, "This is really unpleasant and so on the nose." Yeah. Also, I want to point this Movie out. Critic. <laughs> Did you guys notice that M Night Shyamalan? Put a little more of himself in each movie.
0: Oh, uh, yes. Like Sixth Sense. The ego. Now,
1: let's save this because yeah. I think this is part I, of the downfall. Do. And this yeah. is where we need to okay. get to this. Okay, we'll get
2: to that. All right, so Lady in the Water and then The Happening, 2008. Yep, The Happening
1: happened, I guess. The, the happening, happening happened. Uh, the, about, a movie about wind killing people. Yeah, wind making people kill,
0: mm-hmm. kill themselves. In grass, too, leaves.
1: Uh, anything green.
0: Okay. <laughs> is it
2: is it uh, controversial for me to say I don't hate this one that much? A lot of people hate it. A lot of people hate it, but there were genuine moments of terror for me in this movie. It's Are you kidding me? I'm not. There, there's moments that that still get you. Me. Mean when they the camera pans back and there's rustling no. through
1: through the not trees. I'm talking, oh, I'm, talking no.
2: about, I'm talking about the guys just jumping off buildings. I'm talking about the girl yeah. stabbing herself in the neck. I'm talking about uh, the lion part, which was really weird. The, the forest lion biting the arm off. Yeah, that it looked fake, but it still was just unsettling. And then especially it was the car accident. And then spoiler alert. John Leguizamo survives, only to then cut his own wrists. And for some reason, that moment stuck with me and horrified me.
0: I'm actually with you in that I I think that there's more here that's salvageable than Lady in the Water. But I kind of feel like the happening almost is like a rough draft or screen outline like a screenplay outline turned into a movie like there's no depth they just like put it like he just was like this is the idea that could be a movie and then just made it into a movie but like what it, no but, but did not flesh out anyone <laughs> did not try to flesh out anyone or anything any character what, what?
1: no <laughs> we need some guy to be a really smart teacher what no <laughs> yeah that's exactly mark Wahlberg what no
2: yeah. for those of you who don't haven't seen it mark Wahlberg. it's just a delivery when the woman says you're here to kill me aren't you and she he goes what no the way he says it is so
1: like patronizing yeah, yeah. i don't know it's and, oh, i mean sorry. it's a movie that ruins zoe deschanel for me she's just mouth breathing the entire time you know, like doe-eyed
0: just have to bad think, so i'm an editor as a profession and okay. um I have to copy
1: think, editor, film editor,
0: a video editor. Okay. Yes. So like, I have to think, because I've seen her give really good performances, such as 500 days of summer, which happens to be one of my favorite movies. indeed. And <laughs> anyway, we can discuss that another day. <laughs> but anyway, I've seen her give like decent performances. so I have to feel like this editor, I don't know. Like,
2: or she, she could have gotten George Lucas.
0: She could have. Because
2: if you think about it, Natalie Portman, I still think good the same actress? thing about her,
0: honestly. Wouldn't. Like, I feel like there has to be like. Maybe is is that a thing getting
2: George Lucas? I think so because okay. <laughs> it just seems like, you know, George Lucas has all these great actors and they all yeah. come off so weird in the Star Wars You know, yeah.
0: yeah, it's
1: Samuel L. Jackson, Hayden Christensen.
0: You know, <laughs> Shattered Glass, Jake Lloyd. <laughs> <laughs> cool. <laughs> Jake Lloyd. Hey, Mark
1: so Wahlberg, one more time. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> right. And that movie just ends. Like, yeah. they go outside and they think they're going to die, and I guess. And then they don't. Yeah. And then the wind stops. It really... It re- yeah, it wasn't
2: fully formed. <laughs> yeah, it, it And just... speaking of not fully formed, we have The Last Airbender. This movie that was taken from a series, a children's series. Which uh, you are incredibly passionate about. I am. And I have talked about it on the show before. Yeah. In the uh, Which TV show Should Become Movies podcast. Uh, <laughs> which is funny. Yeah. Yes, because it was, yeah. But it, it's this hugely rich, fleshed-out story over 20-something episodes. And they took those 20 episodes and turned it into a 90-minute movie. Yeah. And when they asked him, when they got after him, you know, why would you condense it so much? Why would you make it 90 minutes? And he's like, eh, all my films are 90 minutes. That was his excuse for why he cut down so much of the story. Ugh. But let's get into The Last Airbender, <laughs> which they couldn't call Avatar because of the Avatar. movie Avatar. Yeah. <laughs> and so they went with just The Last Airbender. Mm-hmm. Which I remember, I remember seeing the trailers for this. I did not watch The Last Airbender, the TV show, until I don't know, like 2011, so well after it was yeah. done. Yeah. But I remember seeing the trailers for this movie, which came out in 2010, and being like, I don't know what that's about,
1: and I don't really want to watch it. I mean, I thought it was pretty cool when it first came out. Like probably more than Lady in the Water. Like I thought the special effects were pretty awesome. Uh, they was really cool when Ang was really white, and they Ong. they pronounce his name wrong. Ong. <laughs> Even though they call him Aang for the entire series, let's call him Ong. I like that they had uh, Jasper from the Twilight series. What? No. Sokka. No. Guys, this is the worst movie. It is. Um,
0: (laughs) Speaking of what, no. That girl from (laughs) Last Airbender is uh, Mark Wahlberg's daughter. What? Is it no. in, in real life? Yeah, no, sorry. In Transformers 4. Oh, <laughs> the new okay. Transformers. Is
1: it? No. Yeah. It
0: is. It is. I looked her up. The
1: hussy in Transformers yeah, 4. It is. It is. The is girl the do- in the last Is, is the Katara? Girl.
0: Yeah. I don't know their names. I,
1: you're lying. You <laughs> no, need to true, watch the series. We need, uh, we need a fact checker for this fact checker. Uh, no,
0: no, no. It's true. I looked it up beforehand. And speaking of fact checking, I'm going to do some revisionist history here again. <laughs> okay. because Because you're like, oh, when it first came out. No. You told me, as my movie critic friend, Emily... Do not go see the Last Airbender. <laughs> don't see, and I had not seen it until no, no. two days ago because for this podcast I, <laughs> I avoided seeing the Last yeah. Airbender this whole time because so you, you told just me watch not it to. for this one.
2: Yeah. Well, and <laughs> well, I'm not saying watch the. You and while watched I watched it, I
0: thought that girl looks familiar. Who is she? Looked her up. The girl in Transformers. But please
2: don't judge the series based. I, have you I, seen I the series? Can't help it. Okay, well, don't but, but
0: people who work the same thing, they're like, you have to see it. It's so great. You have to. I've
2: heard that people that didn't watch the series didn't hate the movie as much. But people that watch the series Yeah, that's what it. I've heard too. Because yeah. Shyamalan apparently came across the show because his daughter wanted to be Katara for Halloween, the main oh, girl. Okay. He's like, what's this show? And then he said, you know, once I saw The Amazing World Mike and Brian created, I knew it would make a great feature film. And then he went into the pitch room and said, here's what I want to do. I want to take this beloved children's series that everyone's loved and suck all the fun out of it mm-hmm. and just focus on the special effects. That's the movie, and the, yeah. the studio went, "Good job," because the movie, the, the series is funny. Like mm-hmm. there are, are clever moments, and it's not just you know Jason Rathbone looking fish eyed and being it's like Jackson. Katara. What was it, Jackson Rathbone? D- I don't care.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: He's not an actor I need to remember. Yeah, that's true. Sorry if you're listening, Jackson.
0: That reminds me of is Lily Sobieski dead?
2: <laughs> <laughs> she is, by the way. Yeah, I still feel bad about getting Lily Sobieski and Julia Styles Julia mixed up. <laughs> <laughs> But this really, it's just, and the worst part is, is that this made money. That bugs me so much. And it was mostly international, but I mean, the kid, the the main kid, Ong, as they call him in the movie. Yeah. Noah Ringer. He took a month of acting classes before he did the movie. That was it. Because he hired him based on the fact that he was, he kind of looked like Aang, and then he knew martial arts. And then they made him into an actor or tried to. Yeah. Terrible. Terrible. So then, following that, yes. Oh, I do want to say one more thing yes. is that the creators actually uh, told the voice of uh, Prince Zuko mm-hmm. in the cartoon. Prince Zuko is actually voiced by Rufio from Hook. Rufio. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, awesome. Yeah, and and actually, Katara is uh, Anne from Arrested Development. Okay, makes sense. (laughs) There you go. I was hoping someone would do that. (laughs) Well done.
0: You're welcome. Um, But anyway,
2: apparently the creators told uh, Rufio, his real name is Dante Bosco, but they told him not to see it. And they said that uh, the creators officially said that they would like to pretend the film doesn't exist. (laughs) And yet they're making a sequel. All right, we'll talk about that.
0: Maybe they won't. Let's not get crazy, <laughs> right? Okay,
2: let's jump to the next one. And his next film that he directed was After Earth, yes. which I watched for this podcast. Yeah, I'm
1: sorry, you guys. I, I know I made you watch the <laughs> Shyamalan
2: movies you missed. Yeah, I had I hadn't seen it, and it was good that I saw it. You know, but no real twist. And I'll tell you what. Yeah, the way to direct a movie and to get people to really love the movie is to make the
1: actors not have any emotion at all. Of Especially course. one of the most charismatic actors of our generation, yeah. Will Smith. Yeah, not Jaden.
0: No. Like you're going to do like a woo or something? Woo! <laughs> Welcome to Earth.
2: <laughs> or not Earth. But the movie's about these creatures, apparently, that sense fear. And so they say, okay, don't show fear. Yeah. Fine. But do you have to shut off every other emotion, too?
1: Because he's like not emoting at all. Well, and it was kind of a bait and switch. I mean, you have Will Smith in your movie, mm-hmm. and then he's just literally phoning it in from mm-hmm. wreckage. Yeah. And Jaden Smith, one of the most unlikable people, right. next to the Kardashians in Hollywood, <laughs> yeah. is your lead kid. Yeah. That's bad. Among, basically, George Lucas, because the yep. CG in this movie, which is prevalent, was awful.
2: I don't know if I'd go as far as awful. It's on par with Avatar. The James Cameron one, really? It felt oh. like the same. I mean, it's kind of a low blow. To I avatar. agree with you. Yeah, and I think
0: that is a low, uh, deserved low <coughs> Yeah,
2: blow no, blow I agree avatar. with that. But I mean, even Will Smith has said that this is—he considers this the, mo- the most painful fail- failure of his career. Yeah. Oh, and Marky Mark, uh, excuse me, Mark Wahlberg, <laughs> <laughs> same thing. Uh, he has actually gone on record. I don't want to quote him, but he did not like the happening, and he just kind of said, "Forget this movie." He's what? been in no. a lot of bad movies. <laughs> <What? Yeah>. No. <laughs> All right. And then after all that, we come to The Visit. The Visit. All right. Who are wants we, to start us off? Are we getting into
1: it right Spoiler now? Spoiler-free review. Spoiler-free review. Okay. Should I go first? You go first. Says. All right. Yeah, ladies first, can't Go. Oh, thanks. <laughs> uh, shucks. We actually have a lady here. I mean, maybe we should go
2: with that. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Emily, no. want to go first? <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. Well, um, let's think. So we all saw the uh, <laughs> we all saw the visit together and mm-hmm. went to, with Kent and yep. um, to the screening. <laughs> we did. And uh, are we going to talk about what happened after? We should, we but should, not right now. Uh, I can't, I can't, I can't get into that right now. <laughs> This movie had had a lot of hype the last week or so. I'd been seeing a lot of really positive reviews, and so it seemed like, oh, people are saying, M. Night's back.
2: But did you see a lot of advertising? Because this movie kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah,
0: I did see some advertising, and I thought the advertising sucked, honestly. And I was like, okay, this movie's going to suck. But then I heard positive word of mouth. And so so I was excited. But, But almost immediately... I thought this movie sucked, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, what have people been saying?" This is a was it the rapping kid? Yes, the the rapping kid immediately have a character. The kid I don't
2: remember his name from Alexander and the title No Good Very Bad Day. He's in this. Yeah. And he's a freestyle rapper mm-hmm. where they say, give me a topic. And this, is, this isn't really spoiler, but they get give me a topic and he raps and whatever. And mm-hmm. I thought the same thing. I'm yeah, like,
0: my heart just like dropped. I was like, really? what is this? A rapping oh, gosh, kid in
1: 2015. Yeah. I wanted him to die so bad. We all did. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I don't even know at what point it happened. Some point, it was a long time. That movie took a long time to get clicking. Yeah. Yeah.
2: would <laughs> <Blue> agree. <laughs> at the same time.
0: And, and then once it did, I don't know when it happened, but I was just kind of just reveling in the absurdity of it. And I was just like, you know what? Okay, I can roll with this. This is kind of entertaining and I'm kind of enjoying myself. But it was it was totally ridiculous.
1: Yeah. Okay. So he basically filmed this in secret. M. Night Shyamalan did. Pretty much. Like, no one really knew he was doing it. Well, except the studio and everything. But <laughs> Except for the studio and the, and the actors crew and baby, the cast. Well, yeah. <laughs> there's probably a crew of, like, four people. It was made for $5 million. Was paying attention on social media. Yeah. But, like, found footage movies, <coughs> they're made for very little. And they usually, whatever they make is profit yeah. at that point. And yeah. especially with the marketing of this movie has been very minimal. Mm-hmm. It will be a success. It will be. And granted, he's had successes with crappy Budget movies, of $5 and that's million. Yeah.
2: Which is, he hasn't had a $5 million movie since Wide Awake in 1998. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. So. His hi- his highest budget, by the way, Stuart Little. <laughs>
1: <What> <laughs> Stop it. Stop no, it. <laughs> it's, it's The Last Airbender. <laughs> but I was right there with you. Like, it's, you know, 30 or 45 minutes in, I'm just like, oh, come on. But I'm watching it going, okay, I know it's building up to something like a paranormal activity sort of found footage right. thing. I know we're going to get to the evening and things are going to be weird. Mm-hmm. Right. And I was like, is this good? <laughs> I don't know. Am I so biased in my? That
0: we wanted to, be kinda, good. and
1: I don't hate Shyamalan. I just feel betrayed by Am I Shyamalan? Because honestly, oh. he, he was my favorite director he for was. years. He really. Was? Yeah, he was. <laughs> <laughs> he was your Nolan before Nolan he was Nolan? He, exactly. And that's, that's why. why
0: he talked himself into liking Lady in the Water so much. He he just convinced himself it was so good. Kind of so like The Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> just kidding. Yes! High five! <laughs> I'm just kidding. I like The Dark Knight Rises.
2: <laughs> <I just laughs> wow. By the way, in case all of you were wondering how to spell Shyamalan, I actually put together a phonetic <laughs> device to to spell his name right because I could never do it. Okay, It's Shy M. Allen.
0: Shy M. Allen, I like
2: that. Shy a. M. Instead of, instead of, Allen. of like Alan Shy, it's
1: Shy M. Allen. Thanks for that, movie. Joel. <laughs> there you <go>. Little tidbit <laughs> of information for but you. Like I just felt I I felt betrayed by M. Night Shyamalan, and honestly, I didn't hate After Earth as much as everyone you else felt betrayed. did. No, when, no, no, I did when, when did you feel betrayed, though? Well, when it he was actually that Lady in the, water bad. in the Water, and I told I had to promise myself that I liked the movie, and I just couldn't. You know, I, I just I just felt it was you all wrong. You just didn't get it because you were you were a critic. Yeah, and, and I critics was critics are evil. I'm cynical, and I'm no longer kid. So I. My inner child is dead, as we said. All right. But in this movie, I saw this, like, from a teenager's eyes. Like, a creepy old couple. Oh, The Visit, yeah. Yeah, with The Visit. Like, holy cow, this is getting weird. And it started, once it started getting weird, and I think it was honestly playing hide-and-seek. Oh, yeah. Under the house. Yeah, I yeah. think that's when it made like, me do. And then, yeah. seeing a few things that made me really unsettled. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there are some unsettling
2: moments in this movie, going to let you know right and now. And I'm going...
0: timey nudity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Was named, that was the name of my band in college. <laughs> Not like old person nudity, but old timey nudity. Keystone cops, watch it out. Yes.
0: You might as well have been okay. <laughs> so there
2: is a bum in this movie. <laughs> Twice. <laughs>
1: yes. Well, half bum and then full bum. <laughs> Never go full bum. <laughs> so I, I knew from that moment, I was like, it, because it was mostly a game. I don't want to give any spoilers, but I'm like, okay, I don't know what to expect anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am not able to predict this, and honestly, I didn't want to predict it. Right. Yeah. Because clues are all over the place. It's a Shyamalan movie, and that's what mm-hmm. sets this found footage movie apart from any other found footage movie. But I just wanted to go for the ride, and boy, did it take me for a ride. Did it feel found footage to you? Well, yeah. no, because yeah. it was it was so professional. It was almost like a <laughs> no, no, no. chronicle in that way. I'm
2: not, I'm not, I'm not way. saying it in a bad way. I'm saying that found footage films, especially, I mean, they're all horror. It's like that's the genre for found footage. Yeah. They're so tired. That genre really? is so tired. And every time another found footage f- film comes along, which for those of you who don't know what found footage is, it's basically what it sounds like. People, it's like Blair Witch. They find yep. the footage in the forest and then it's all the pieced together. It's, you know, did they're did filming yeah. themselves. Also a movie from 99. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Good gear. Good gear. Mm-hmm. But uh, it didn't feel like that to me. Like I forgot that I was watching a found footage film. I would only get brief reminders and then I would forget again, which shows they did a good job. Yes. So they didn't, yes, I, they didn't rely on that. I think they did a good job. I think he did a good job. So, are you saying
0: he's back? Wait, sh- wait,
2: okay. I'll, I'll let you go. Are you saying this is a return to
1: form? I'm saying it's a sign. Signs. I mean, it's, it, it's the, sign. it's the, sign. the signs. The signs. <laughs> it's it's leading in the right direction. Yeah. He can't. He doesn't have my trust back. This no. is so weird. It's like a personal relationship. It, is, it feels it like is. it. It feels like it. I want to, but I don't know if I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> So you've been burned before. He's
0: been burned by him. And Honestly, Joel, that burned him. every
1: time I see a Nolan film, I am like, nope, this is going to be his village or this is going to be his lady in the water. This is where I'm going to see the decline. And, and I'm surprised every time when it's not. And, it, and it's people not, would disagree like interstellar yourself that or that sort be good? of thing. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously there will be some convincing, but after time, I'm just going to have to accept that. If Nolan comes out with a crappy movie, I'm going to have to accept with that with his Cars too. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but but yeah, I really enjoyed it, and I there were things at the end that I was I was laughing just as hard as I was jumping. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was being disgusted. Mm-hmm. I screamed at the screen. I mean, I didn't scream, but I told I talked to the screen, and I don't do that. What did but I think you say? we all <laughs> Nope, nope, nope. Don't go into that hallway. <laughs> These yeah, two the nope. and Joel, I want you to continue with <laughs> your your review. Uh, these two, there was a moment, and I would say it's one of the scariest jump scares in a fan For footage a movie. Way, yeah, right? and you guys jumped so oh,
0: high. Th- oh, that one.
2: I had Ken, I, I I put my hand on my heart to feel how fast my heart was racing, and <laughs> Ken looked over, and I'm over there just being like, "Oh my stars and garters. <laughs> like I, I okay. know I looked dumb, and I did I did yell like that jump part, that big jump part. I yelled at the screen, went, "Ah, come on!" Yeah, yeah. I mean, but I will say that. Okay, my part of it. Yeah. First half, I was not into this movie. Agreed. I was annoyed by the characters. I was like, that's not how teenagers speak. I don't want a rapping kid. I was annoyed that I thought all the scares were going to be jump scares. I and they were for yeah. a while. And I don't think that's a good horror movie. A good mm-hmm. horror movie needs to make you scared, not just make you jump. And I think that's what it, I was like, oh, great. It's just a jumpy movie. Mm-hmm. And then second half, I'm not, once again, I'm not going to say things, but it changed. And there is some serious discomfort going on when the audience is aware of what's happening, but the people in the movie are not, or they are, but yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to go into it. Yes, and that changed the movie for me and flipped it over to the positive, where yeah. I was like, I am in, my palms are sweating, I am nervous, and there are certain parts of this movie that will haunt me
1: for a very <laughs> long time. In a yes, really
0: different way. It depends.
1: <laughs> you
0: know, um, exactly that's what I mean like in a different uh, yeah. something that's more horrifying than you would actually think of usually well, and, in a horror movie and
2: this isn't a spoiler but the movie's about an, an older couple mm-hmm. and older people yeah and I point, I don't want to say to Kent and Emily that I felt bad for the old people in the audience yeah because I'm scared of them now <laughs> as well as some
0: of the other people at the and gateway and <laughs>
2: Let's just say it. We Let's went out. We, we go it. outside. I'll just talk. I'll go very briefly. We go, we go outside after, and we we briefly talked about this movie. We didn't want to give each other's opinions of it, so this is the first time I'm hearing that we all liked it. Am I right in saying that? Yeah, yeah. And so we're out there discussing it, and then this this uh, young woman walks up to us, and she's kind of looking at me weird. And I thought maybe she recognized me from you know college or high school or, or the, the comedy bubble. group or yeah, <laughs> and so or I went, bacon cell for <laughs> all that matter and Recognized my voice. Uh, but I said, "Oh hi, how's it going?" And she came walking up. She's like, "Do I know you?" And I'm like, "Oh, I, I you look kind of familiar. I'm sorry, I, I maybe." And then she proceeded to try to ask us to
1: vote for Mayor Ralph Becker of Salt Lake. <laughs> but but seriously, like, in the creepiest way possible. It was a dead very eyes. weird thing. Where, are you guys from Salt Lake? Where do you live? Yeah. You, and, and seriously, dead eyes. Uh, are, obvious, you,
0: are you guys even from Salt Lake? <laughs> yeah.
2: And if we're, we they were just coming out of this do, movie. And I was like, I don't know like. if it's just because I'm out of this movie, but I am really creeped out right now. Yeah,
0: it was It was. And very then... Thing, like.
2: <laughs> You want to tell your incident right after that, or Kent's
1: madness incident? Which came going. first? Yeah, it was Emily's. What's your incident? Okay, Emily. Oh. Oh, okay, it's just yeah, go here. There was
0: madness going on at the gateway that night. Was, there was just homeless people everywhere. Joel goes to his car. Kent goes to his, and I'm alone there single white female <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> driving home.
1: We're pretty nice. Hey, kid I'm like, could you drop us off at our cars for <laughs> yeah. so you, uh...
0: you walk alone? <laughs> and uh this homeless guy just jumps out in front of my car waving his sign like to for me to give him money and I was just like, Where are all these people coming from?
1: <laughs> Ken said he tried crazy. to get into your car. <laughs> okay. Yeah, didn't he try to grab the handle or something? <laughs>
0: Okay, that's what well, like I got Translation? <laughs> no, no, no. it's not so scary. It's this a guy
1: asking for money.
0: He jumped in front of my car, and I had to be like, get out of the way. <laughs>
1: you were going to hit him, huh? I
0: was going to hit him. And then tense
1: <laughs> incident. So later that night, I, I went and did my other podcast with Pod Goblin and I'm in, I'm in West Jordan, and it's 2 in the morning when I get out. So I'm walking in my car, and it's a, just nice little suburb. All of a sudden, there's this minivan coming oh, no. from down this long street with its lights off. And I was like, just slowly down the street. Slowly in my direction. And inside, and there was another girl there. There were three grandmas. <laughs> no, Wait, really? I seriously thought about the three grandmas. I'm kidding you not. we are talking about the three grandmas on an October show. Oh or my something. gosh, yeah, because there is a three grandma story. And they were coming towards us. Like and I was like, "Holy crap!" And this girl's like, "You got to protect me. You got to protect me, Jess. (laughs) You got to protect me if something goes wrong." What? And I am like, "I don't know. Am I gonna protect her?" Like this thing started getting what? No, (laughs) it started going coming slower and slower towards us. And then all of a sudden, another car came from the other side with its lights on. And then this car coming towards us flipped its lights on, just kept going, and I noticed the other car was a cop. And I'm like, were we just saved by a cop? I don't know. <laughs> but I don't feel right. And so I just drove home as fast as I well, could.
0: I, I did too. As soon as I like drove on the freeway, I just like, ran all the way around. But I the, re-
1: the reason I want
2: to bring this up is because it shows this was an effective horror movie. Yeah. Yes. Because we were all on edge. <laughs> and a little spooked out. Yeah. And I, I just I think it was well done. And so in my rating system, Kent, I'm going to give it this three and a half stars. Okay. There you go. There's flaws. We all have
0: different ones. But you have I, would, I, <laughs> yeah. would, I would
2: watch it again. In fact, it, it was very close to a four yeah. because I want to show it to other people, mm-hmm. but I have to acknowledge that the first half is yeah. just weak. There's, there's yes.
0: no way to get around that first half. Like It takes a long time to get going. So it's not an easy movie to recommend to people because if they can't make it through that first half... They're just gonna be just gonna yeah. Write yeah. it off.
1: Yeah. It's the kind of movie that I wouldn't watch on my own again because I, I've got the story. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I, someone else, I would love to see a new pair of eyes watch this exactly. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I'm, like show I'm it to someone true. and then yes.
0: just watch
2: them at certain parts. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what would your rating then be? I give it a B. A B. I was. I said called that yesterday. Yeah, you did call it. I totally called that. Yeah.
0: I gave it a 7 out of 10. <laughs> All right.
2: So stars, letters, numbers. <laughs> yeah. There's horseshoes and diamonds and rainbows. It's <laughs> a Lucky Purple Charm at yeah. So there we go. There's our uh, review. So what I want to ask you guys, do you think he's back? No. I put, I, I, I put this no. on par with the village in that mm, it's not wow. his best work. It's okay. on that teetering factor. But I think it's leaning towards the good side.
0: I think the village is more artful than that though. I think and there's like better performances and I think a better crafted movie. I think if I were to put this on par with anything, I would put it on par with Devil, which we didn't discuss.
1: Which we can discuss now which, if you okay, want.
0: Okay, let's discuss it. But so, I think it's about about on that level. See, I
1: have a big problem with Devil. Oh. I mean, I th- I like the the concept. I think there are some scares, but the whole the the cops behind the scenes really lost me and actually I kind of saved them. your life man <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, they really did and when they when Guardian they drop the toast in the butter side down and that means the devil's nearby I'm like that's the dumbest thing I've ever it is but that's, that's it's like folklore on the water planet and it's so uh, no, it, it has its flaws but I, I okay so
2: devil cool he didn't okay, I want to bring this up he didn't direct it it's uh he produced it and it was part of the night chronicles trilogy yes which is to this date <laughs> is still just one movie <laughs> yeah It's only 80 minutes long. Really? Only 80 minutes long. and It's a story about people trapped in an elevator, and one of them is the devil, and they kill them off one by one, and you got to figure out who the devil is. And I will say, uh, I think this is the best seminary video ever made. (laughs) (laughs) What
0: seminary video? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. it, just, it, has a, it has a religious theme and i got to the end and i'm like man that was a horror movie but also it has a very spiritual
1: message
0: yeah. I, I could honestly talk to spirituality in any single one of these movies <laughs> so well
1: can, he, I, can he, I read he this has, he has a spiritual yes. side uh this is his take on his movies and i'll get to the religion in just a second because that does come up quite a bit okay he says i think there's a commonality to my stuff it's not uh what there's okay it's just not what they're saying the commonality is everyone talks about the twists but I say my stuff is character-driven tales, focusing ordinary people dealing with the unknown. I like B genres treated as A genres, and there's often a way of talking about spirituality that isn't religious. And I think he does pull that off. I, I think he does. When he's
0: good, I, I think that's what he's doing.
1: Well, and some people didn't like the overtness of the spirituality and the signs.
0: And I love Because it <laughs> was about a
1: priest. And, and can I get to that real quick? Please do. There's a theory on Reddit that's going to... by I know Reddit's tra- you know trash and everyone can say <laughs> whatever they want.
2: It is. Come Dude, on.
1: they're, they're totally going to back on us now on Reddit. <laughs> but there is a theory is there a about signs for yeah. those people who may not like signs about what signs is actually about. Mm-hmm. And I know there are aliens and whatnot, but it's actually... This this guy says it's about demons because this is actually a story about the loss of faith and finding it once again. Mm-hmm. And they talk about how Mel Gibson's daughter was uh, – when everyone saw her when she was born, they called her an angel mm-hmm. and that her relationship to water is shown to be very special and spiritual. And she, so she places, like, water everywhere around the house, which they call vials. It's essentially holy water. And so, so it's a vampire movie now. Well, <laughs> demons – Right. And so when the, when the you know when these creatures come into the house that is what hurts them much like a vampire movie right hmm. and it's kind of like you know these aliens are trying to get in this house it should be pretty easy but they like can't get through doors and stuff just like demons you almost have to invite them hmm. in in, in some way to actually How come through the door.
0: How does that remove spirituality? No, it doesn't remove <laughs> spirituality. <laughs> I no, like it, no,
1: it's actually overt. Yeah, like yeah, it's yeah, yeah. I'm sure they would have gotten through that door had not put a pickaxe in front of it. Yeah. <laughs> he did not invite them in. It's a spiritual pickaxe.
0: Okay. <laughs> but I'm, I'm
1: saying this movie I is... I thought the movie was about baseball. <laughs> yeah, swing away, right? Yeah. Mm. No, but... And that's... I really enjoy signs just because of kind of coming full circle. And, you know, aliens to me, it's a small part. It's about... A guy finding his faith again. And, uh, you know, whether you like that sort of stuff or not, It's not, he's not a flat character at
2: no. all. No. no,
1: there's definitely some, there's some growth on almost by everyone. In yeah,
2: movie. it's yeah, growth. Yeah,
0: yeah, for sure.
1: And I like seeing growth. Uh, <laughs> okay.
0: okay, that's weird. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever your pleasure.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you guys should check it out, I could share it on the uh, on the fa- Facebook page. But, yeah, this the red, is pretty, the red
2: pretty awesome. well, it's not yeah. bad
0: at all. Hmm. Cool, I like it.
2: Um, can we talk about his cameos now? Yeah. Because I just want to get into <laughs> that, how it's just interesting to me. That hold on. We pull back up the list here in, in chronological order. Is that Sixth Sense? He's just a doctor giving information, and not even giving information, just asking about the yeah. abuse marks. Mm-hmm. So he kind of, which is fine. He's a side element. Sure, he's a Hitchcock. He's, he's, he's just, trying you to know, be that. Yeah. Cam- well, I don't think Hitchcock ever had that much. No, Hitchcock would cam- be getting it. off a bus. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. in the background mm-hmm. in, in in a lifeboat. Yeah, life raft, lifeboat. Uh, lifeboat. Lifeboat. He's just on boat a picture raft. on the newspaper. <laughs> yeah, boat, boat raft. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then we go to Unbreakable.
0: Oh, yes. He's the he, one that he stops for the gun.
2: He's Yeah. He's the one who first, when, when uh, David Dunn starts realizing his powers. Mm-hmm. So he's a little more integral to the plot. Then you get the village. He's the one who explains the plot at the end. Yeah. Who explains the twist. Mr. Exposition. Sure. It's just a reflection of him. But... It's just like he's. I don't know. It's just annoying. And that's oh, yeah, when we noticed reflection. it was a bit too much. And then, Lady in the Water, he is a main he's
1: character. The savior. Not only is yeah, you're right. As Emily has said, I mean, like that movie. And many people think it was his response to the reception that Lady in the Water eventually got. Yeah, that critics kind the village. Of, you mean the yeah. village. Yeah. The yeah. Vi- village to- got torn apart by critics. Right. And in this movie. We have a writer slash creator that Mm -hmm. will eventually influence presidents, world leaders. Save the world. Save the world. And we have a critic who is ripping apart everything that happens. And the critic is ripped apart, (laughs) literally. Yes. (laughs) By a monster dog demon. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And that was the
2: peak of his cameo period. And I would say one of his weakest performances.
0: Absolutely.
2: Well, one of his weakest contributions. Because then happening, he's just a voice on the phone. Last Airbender, he's just a prisoner. I don't think he's in Devil, and uh, no, he's not in Devil, and he's not in After Earth, and he's not in The Visit. So maybe he learned his lesson, and maybe the yeah. the amount of Shyamalan in a movie is related to how crappy the movie is.
0: Yeah, it's like although a it's not entirely true because <laughs> Last
2: Airbender, he's barely in, and it. it's terrible. Yeah, but I, I I I think we all kind of agree then that the Village was the tipping point, and Lady in the Water is on the side of of crap, whereas everything else is on the side of good. And this may be, a, the visit may be a swing back up to good. Yeah. I, I would say so.
0: I'm close. Okay. I feel like I, I I don't have that many problems with The Village, really. I think it's actually quite. Like, I would say that the first three films of his are great to near masterpieces. And I think The Village is pretty good. But so, like, I I think that there's issues with it for sure. Okay. But so, like, I think that's the first time that there started to be issues. But I wouldn't go as far as saying, like, a teetering point. I would say that it, it fully happened with, I think, the reaction to the village pushed him to create Lady in the Water, which caused his downfall. That's my hypothesis. Yes. <laughs> well,
1: he got so into himself with the village and then the hate came in mm-hmm. and he was so mad about it that I, I, it's almost like he went the other way. Like, he wouldn't listen to anything. In any script he did, which actually comes up with Lady in the Water, right? If it wasn't received well, which it wasn't, mm-hmm. he just took that much worse. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you, in your research, Joel, if you looked up the Valentine's Day Massacre, as they call it. No. So in his book, he describes meeting with Disney executives because that's who he worked with before, right? Right. They distributed his movies, and like you said, they passed on a few, and they, you know, yeah. but they he was under the Disney umbrella, mostly Touchstone, but that, yeah, Disney umbrella. Yeah. So. He sends his script for Lady in the Water to this woman named Nina Jacobson, one of the execs at Disney, sends it to her like at two in the morning. She doesn't read it immediately. He gets really, really upset Mm -hmm. and says, we need to talk now. So he meets her for dinner with a few other people. They meet at dinner and she's like, hey, you know what? The script is kind of weird for Lady in the Water. You know, like the plot, I'm not sure where it's going. Mm -hmm. And honestly, your cameo is a mess. I don't want you to have your cameo at all. Really? Otherwise... The movie's okay. But wow. so could, could you work with us a little bit? Like, we'd like to help you. And he, he got mad. Yeah. He, like, it was a big, you know, stroke to his ego. or Sorry, the opposite. <laughs> um, hit. Hit to his ego. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's like, oh, they're, I'm not changing anything. I'm not changing anything. They're like, no, no, we're happy to to release this movie, even the way you want it to go. Mm. We, we just don't get it. We don't get it. And we hear some consultation. And he's like, nope, you guys are out of here. They leave. And he's just, he just, it says he was in tears. And he says, I will never see you guys again. You will never. I'll never work with you again. (laughs) That he's in tears.
0: But he should have listened. That he's a crazy person.
1: Like, I'm not saying studio involvement is ever like the best thing. But like. In this case. (laughs) As George Lucas has proven, like, you don't want yes men. You want someone to be like, that doesn't work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's not marketable. And Lady in the Water shows it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: I
2: I agree that what I a think. a tragedy. I think that retaliation retaliation writing and ego are a, a dangerous combination. Yes. Because that's what happens. It's I mean you look at George Lucas once again to bring to back, bring it back to that he didn't direct Empire for example no. or or uh, he didn't direct Return, Return of the kind Jedi he ghost either.
0: directed it from what I've heard yeah
2: but I mean he then he decided I'm gonna I'm gonna direct all the new ones and I think it was his ego and. Yeah. I don't know. Also, I have a theory that, you know, he wrote, uh, M. Night Shyamalan, jumping back to him, wrote, direct, and produced all those first couple movies. Yes. I think it burned him out. I think he had these ideas and he went through them and he was doing all this work. And then I think he got to, like, the village and Lady in
1: the Water and the happening and just was burned out by then. Yeah. It's kind of, when they announced him for Life of Pi at first, I was actually excited because I think. Because it said the word pie? Yes. Mm. (laughs) Mm, (laughs) (laughs) Pi.
0: That sounds good.
1: (laughs) 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 Are we all hungry? Well, yeah. I just want to do some math. A oh, no. Not, no.
0: <laughs> Maths? <laughs> math.
1: Math with an A. <laughs> but I was ready to see him take on someone else's material. Because I think he's a great director. I think the cinematographers he chooses are great. Um, it's just he was... His ego was getting in the way. And then
0: you saw Last Airbender. Well, yes. His ego was course. writing
1: checks his body couldn't cash.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: exactly. Um, but mm. then, you know, I was excited for it. And he's... Made a few good things from other people's like adaptations, like for example, well, not After Earth because that was adapted like, and that what was a mess. But I will say that I've recently in the past week watched Wayward Pines, which Jake has told me to watch, mm-hmm. and I, I kind of enjoyed it.
0: Is that someone else's Wait, adaptation? It is, it's, oh, it's okay, based on
1: okay, a book okay. series. So it's a TV series about it's so it's uh 10 episodes, it's The Prisoner meets Twin Peaks meets the village. Whoa. I know. So it's a riff on. It's nothing original. You've seen yeah. it all before. Right. Matt Dillon wakes up after a car accident. Matt Dillon. <laughs> exactly. No, oh, it's Matt Damon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he wakes up in a car accident. He's in Pleasantville, USA, essentially, which is
0: Idaho, by the way, which I think is hilarious. Oh, it's because, great. Like, it
1: takes place in uh, Idaho. Really?
0: Like they, they just could, outside whoever Boise. Whoever made this clearly huh. has never been to Idaho. It's all
1: hilly and mountainous and everything. <laughs> yeah. And Idaho is like <laughs> no, flat like, and barren. So well, creepy. <laughs> west West Idaho, kind of like Utah yeah what (laughs) (laughs) so yeah he wakes up the town is obviously mysterious there's something else going on and if you watch the first episode it kind of just gives you the twist at the the very end of the episode okay it says no one's getting out there's a fence around the the town and everything yeah pilots they want to put that at the end and it goes a little bit deeper a little bit i'm not going to say creepier but a little bit more messed up Mm. but it's just kind of a hey how do i get out of here who do i trust and it kind of goes back and forth and it's decent he only directed the first episode and then he was producer But still, this is is another step in the right direction. But producer, Mm -hmm. I mean, let's just clarify. Producer just means I give you money and I have some say in the final product. He said, he talked to every director for the episodes and he said, what do you expect from this? Like, what do you picture if you Mm -hmm. were in this town? And that's kind of his input that he had. Yeah. But the fact that he's willing to work on these projects that actually are okay makes me excited. So would you say Wayward Pines is a watch? It's it's kind of a tier two show, okay. For tier going two. there, <laughs> but it's a watch. It's ten episodes, and it's like it. I think it will just go one season. Where do you Because it? it is a standalone story. Is it on Netflix or? Uh, it will be on Netflix. Not yet. Okay. So yeah. Okay, that's but, fine. I mean, I don't know. What do you guys think? So you said he's not back. You said he's not back yet. I I I've, I'm with you. I've been burned before by Emily Shumal. Yeah, yeah.
0: I think I think we all have. But this is
1: definitely a step in the right direction.
0: He's uh, making yeah. amends. This is I like agree. sending the yeah.
1: flowers after a big fight. Although, you know, and this could be rumors because it's only a couple movie blogs out there. But they said Avatar, or yeah, Avatar two, Blah! The Last Airbender. He would like to make, and it says he's confirmed it, but no one else has. No studios confirmed it's it. It's just a mistake. Please, studios, and if not. you look at the cast, as you said, you know the girl plays the hussy in Transformers four. <laughs> yeah. Well
0: a little too gross. So up now. yeah. <laughs>
1: the highest rated movie on Rotten Tomatoes,
2: six cents. Yeah. Eighty five percent. The lowest rated Avatar the Last Airbender excuse me, The Last Airbender, six percent. Yeah.
1: It's horrible. It's it's,
2: it's his the worst one. And yet it's a third highest grossing. So this seems to me an obvious money play. Instead of a passion project. He has no passion for the show. No. If he did.
1: He wouldn't have changed it as much as he did. Well, he even said it's hard with avatar two, or if he ever decides to make, it. says it takes two or three years where I don't get to make two of my own movies. So there's always a struggle of choosing someone else's material over my own. And he says, before he ever thinks about doing that, he's going to make one of his own movies first. Another thriller, which is fine. Yes, I agree. Um, also, I want to
2: point out the lowest grossing movie. Which is wide awake, but <laughs> okay. the, the, the one that we know the most that would be Lady in the Water is his lowest grossing, lowest grossing major movie. But I don't, know, I don't know where Stuart Little ends.
0: About like coming back to old projects, do you even trust him enough to want to see an Unbreakable sequel?
1: No, absolutely he, exactly.
0: not. Yeah, you just don't even want him to go near it. Yeah. So like, I hope Except that's one. Except nah.
2: <laughs> he's had a long time to stew in his juices. No,
1: and honestly, it sounds, sounds kind of yeah, that sounds weird. Is the,
0: I don't think it's at the same level. Like, I need to see other films to prove that he could do that. So,
1: again. if he follows the direction of other people, because Pat Oswald, I don't really like him as a comedian. He pitched Unbreakable Breakable 2. He pitched two. two and three, and they're great. He also pitched a really good Marvel crossover in <laughs> yeah. Parks and Rec. Yes, he did. Yeah,
0: didn't he do a but Star Wars one too? Yeah, that
2: oh, was, that the, was the Marvel it. crossover. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Was but no, great. if he
1: followed other people's advice, do you
0: like Star Wars,
2: Emily? <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it could uh, be good. I think Bruce Willis would be down because he's basically immortal. He looks the same as he did he then. He really does. He does. <laughs> um, Samuel Jackson too. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, true yeah. story. Robin Wright Penn.
0: <laughs> Robin uh, Wright a little ben. bit. Actually. Yeah. How about That uh, that is the worst kid in cinema history. If we're talking about killing kids,
1: hold on, that's another show altogether. Oh. Don't kill kids, please. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> if we're talking about the kid in the visit that needs to die. He's he's kid, not the,
2: the kid in that movie incredible. is not the greatest actor, but I will say that moment when he's pointing the gun. Yeah,
0: friends, don't shoot friends. Uh,
2: well, I've said that I've said that a couple times myself, but that moment is so it felt so real to me that it stressed me out. And then when they're making those jokes trying to lighten the mood, I was like, that's exactly what
1: I be doing? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <So. laughs> but I don't know. I I would, I would. don't want to see it, actually. I want the Unbreakable to stand alone.
0: I do, too. I don't, I don't know.
1: I would love to see a continuation of David Dunn's story. But it's so realistic. I mean, where does it go? I mean, he's still a guy in a raincoat who doesn't look, really look get hurt. Look at Patton Oswalt's pitch. He's, I agree. That's where you go.
0: too much of a gamble, though, to even want... To see it. And
1: I, I think his ego is too big. He wouldn't yeah. take Patton Oswalt's advice. <laughs> it's it's really too bad because remember watching all the DVDs of Shyamalan's movies and he included a movie he made as a kid. Mm-hmm. And uh, this was me as a kid. I'm sure it was probably you guys as well. Yes. But making movies in your backyard yes. was so much fun. And I see him as just a movie nerd growing up mm-hmm. who, who got success way too early. And then I think exhausted all his ideas and resources. Yeah.
2: He needs some time to reflect and to, you know, recharge, I guess. And I think this is showing promise. Mm-hmm. The visit is showing I promise. I think
0: I think the visit is the best indicator we've had in the last 10 years, really. Yeah. That, like there's anything that he's got tricks up his sleeve still.
2: He still has something to offer. He does. And I'd be perfectly happy if he became kind of, like you said, an idea man. Who let other people take on these projects? Yes, mm-hmm. and do it for him, or he's taking other people's projects. Yeah, he just needs some collaboration. He does.
0: It's hard though, because like I feel like his early films, he really did have a talent for directing young actors, especially you know like that the performances he got out of everyone in yeah. *The Sixth Sense* were amazing. And
2: well, I mean, Haley Joel Osment's just yeah, amazing, but
0: everyone, like you know Bruce Willis and Tony Collette, everyone. So I think that. I think he does have strength as a director and I think it's kind of selling him a little bit short to say that, you know, he should just be an ideas man. I don't know, but I yeah. mean, certainly I the say one or the bit. other, honestly, yeah, agree, or both just yeah. at the same time. Like you guys said, mm-hmm.
1: devil did turn out pretty well. I like devil. Except for the, the butter on the toast. I don't mind it because it's folklore.
0: <laughs> folklore. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway. So
2: to wrap it up, I just want to talk about, so we, we've talked about, you know, where he went wrong and if he has promised, but I just, I just want to have a kind of quick, if you had to rank his movies, how would you rank them? Alright,
1: Emily, you want to start us so, off? So
0: my number nine would be the last airbender.
1: Okay. Is it easy?
0: Easy. Like I mean, that was the one I've I've avoided for the longest time. I'll be honest with you guys, I fell asleep in it. I didn't finish it and I didn't care too. I almost fell asleep in <laughs> after earth. I had to stand up for
2: a bit.
1: Um, Emily, can I ask you a favor though? Yes. Will you please watch the series? <laughs> Just the first he he asked the same of me, and I've now know. seen the first season. And it's, You're not
0: the first to us. It's
1: pretty good. I know, but I'm asking you on the air, on record. Oh. Li-
2: will you yeah. watch the Last Airbender series? Maybe. In the next year?
0: The next year, sure.
1: Okay. <laughs> Do you want to ask me to watch seasons two and three? Do, will you watch the dang DVDs I gave you? I'll think <laughs> about it. Book two? You jerk! Yeah. <laughs> My number nine is The Happening. Wow. Really, I that think that's the worst Shyamalan movie. One of the worst movies ever made. Like you said, there are moments of horror, but they're completely undeserved. They're there to shock you mm-hmm. and the movie gets the worst performances from actors <laughs> but it and was, it's about wind. It was M. Night Shyamalan's first rated R yeah. horror Yeah. Movie. That was all hype. And Except w- for Stuart Little. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Joel, uh, my number nine is the last airbender. Yeah. It's obvious. Makes sense. I have a lot Bobby. of hate for that because of what they did, what they did to the show.
0: Yeah. Okay. So my number eight, I think Lady in the Water. I think.
1: Wow, that much hate.
0: Yeah. I, okay. It's the one that betrayed us.
1: It, okay. <laughs> All right. Thinking about I'm that getting now, per- maybe. It's personal. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's the one that betrayed us. And when I think about it, it's just the fact that I convinced myself into liking it, I'm ashamed of. And it's just stupid. <laughs> it's stupid.
1: Okay. Yeah. All right. Kent? Uh, mine is Last Airbender. Uh, it's bad. So I'm done. But yeah, um, not I'm, quite the worst. I'm with Emily, Lady yeah. in the Water. Okay. <laughs> Number it's seven
0: The Happening. So, see, I I don't think it's as bad as you because, like I said, it's like this rough draft of a movie that if it could have been fleshed out, maybe, and somehow if he would have gotten better performances out of everyone, I don't think it's as bad as the other Maybe if the
1: trees were more like the trees from Evil Dead 2.
0: Yeah! (laughs) Jeez, no. (laughs) Family friendly. That would be really, really scary. (laughs) And
1: it would make sense why Zoe Deschanel. is So so dead in the ice. No, stop. (laughs) (laughs) All right, my number seven is After Earth. Uh, you know, it's it's not good at all. It's not as bad as everyone says, but it's just lifeless. Kind of like Zoe Deschanel's eyes. (laughs) Yes, exactly.
2: Uh, My number seven seven is The Happening. Yeah, Emily and I are are spot on. Yeah, maybe (laughs) you guys
1: just go one after the other. (laughs) So apparently, okay, six,
0: six after Earth, after Earth.
1: Yeah, (laughs) mine's Lady in the Water because well,
0: I can't believe that's that high.
1: No, it's it's that high because the every score by James Newton Howard. Like he's a that super a talented composer, he's, and it's a good score. I'm
0: not giving a score. I'm telling six. you,
2: if you're having a Halloween party, just put the soundtrack of Six Sense onto the
1: background, and it will just—it's atmospheric horror. It's yeah. so good. And I did appreciate the moments when Paul Giamatti kind of became a Paul child. Giamatti? Paul, Gia- <laughs> <yeah>. Paul Giamatti. Paul <laughs> Giamatti became a child. It was kind of fun to watch because he's a good actor. He's a big in baby. a bad movie. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well. All right, guys, I'm sure you have the next one. Number five? Matches.
0: The Visit? The Visit!
1: Yeah! <laughs> you guys suck. Slash
0: Tide. with It's right there. I, it's
1: it's better. It's better than,
2: yeah. than After Earth. It's better than The Happening. I, I think it's it's on the good side. All right, I'm going to disagree and say The
1: Visit is my number five. That's what we you're say. I know. Disagree. I'm just kidding. Uh, We're all fives? Yeah. All right. All right number four. <laughs> number four? Number
0: <laughs> four. The Village.
1: The Village! Yeah! I want to join you in the party. <laughs> number <laughs> three. Probably not even my number four, but still. <laughs> number three?
0: Unbreakable.
1: Oh, six cents what six cents is your number
0: three what? yep get okay. out get yep. out of town um all right okay well, you guys I, are
1: mad at me like i betrayed you apparently i mean come on no which one would i rather pull out it's my next two uh, six cents for me is it's a great movie but it's not one i want to rewatch again and again you're an awful person okay i agree with that <laughs> uh number two
0: the Sixth Sense.
1: Unbreakable. What? Signs. Is
0: going on. Uh...
2: I thought for sure we'd be on par with this. <laughs> Unbreakable is my number two.
0: So my number one is Signs, which is which is Unbreakable.
2: Shocking. Sixth Sense. <laughs>
0: oh, I like it.
2: That's awesome. I, like I did not anticipate that. Like, honestly, it was it was funny to me how his movies, like, they're basically in order. It's like Sixth Sense, Unbreakable, Signs, The Village, and then it flips to The Visitor. Can I...
0: Can I... I, if this is based on my favorites, not best. If I was saying best, I would actually have the same list as you, and I would say number one six. you so You're and saying my list two. is best? Yeah, I would say no, really. <laughs> Don't say that to Joel. I'm sorry, <laughs> Don't <true>.
1: do that. <laughs>
0: no, no. It's, I have
1: to be on the show with him week after week. My list is best, kids. <laughs> it's,
0: it's true though. That's, that's, I was gonna actually ask beforehand if it was best or favorite because I'm
2: cutting that out. Um, <laughs> it, well, no, this is favorite for me too.
0: But but like favorites. But wise, I'm glad like, you think
2: my favorite's the best.
0: You know, spiritually speaking, to me, I really I really dig science. Like it, it speaks to me, and it and it gives me emotional. That
2: That was your your number one. Yeah,
0: it's my number one, and and it just like, and I know a lot of people hate it, but it's
2: even though there's cursing in it.
0: Uh, (laughs) That's actually my favorite moment. It's like I cursed.
1: I heard. (laughs) (laughs) See, and Unbreakable to me is the biggest surprise of the bunch. Mm -hmm. It is just there's so much. Well, you love superhero and
2: Marvel stuff, so (laughs)
1: Uh, it's more like a DC movie, and I think that's why I like it. Mm, It is is more of a DC movie. Yeah,
2: by that
0: muted palette.
2: Yeah. (laughs) So there we go. Uh, I'm actually fairly surprised. I thought we were going to be exactly (laughs) the same
0: throw some no. love on the sixth sense or
2: well I, I he did write Stuart little i don't know if he <laughs> that. I, mean,
0: I think we also need to talk about she's all that <laughs> no, again.
2: but uh you know let us know at baconsell.com uh, or on facebook or on twitter which m night, m. night Shyamalan you movie you like also which one you hate we like to hear both sides of that and let us yeah. know if you see the visit please let us know what you think of it because we weren't able to talk spoilers in this one is
0: he back yeah seriously
2: <laughs> back? i would like to know are we uh, crazy? Are we just hoping for the best? Yeah. And finally, please rate us and review us on iTunes. We love to get your feedback there. We got a couple of new. Uh, new reviews which we're really enjoying. It, yeah. It helps us out when you review us and rate us on iTunes.
1: Um Emily, one last chance to plug yourself. Yes.
0: <laughs> well you can find my site at moviesandmayhem.com. Once
1: again, that's movies. Movies
0: mm. and mayhem. Mm.
1: So movies and letter N. Mayhem. N
0: like Toys R Us, but mayhem. movies and Mayhem. Yeah. Are you still
1: doing lists or just movie reviews now?
0: Uh, well this has been a really bad year for movies. Yeah, so I'm like having a hard time writing I haven't anything the list lately. In, like, yeah, yeah, this whole year. It's so just, it's been a bad it's been a bad year. But I did do a review for the visit, and I'll try and write more frequently. I, I know I need to. And they can also
2: find you on the podcast.
0: Yeah, and the podcast is um, you can find us on you can find me on Twitter at Emily eleven thirty eight, and then I'm also on the podcast War Machine versus War Horse. And you're not
2: on all the time, just a lot of the time.
0: Yeah, just a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can't be bothered. I'm too much of <laughs> a diva <laughs> to be on. Nobody. But but it's always good noticed. when you're on.
1: So yeah. it's,
0: it's way better when I'm on. <laughs> yeah, but it's I a mean, it's a fun
1: show. Go check. Check it out. Uh, it's They're also on uh, Podbean. Yeah. So uh, one of our Podbean brothers. Yeah. Podbean and, brothers. and sisters. Yeah. <laughs> Ken, you want to plug you? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that just sounds weird. <laughs> <Plug> you. <laughs> Whoa, take it easy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You can find my stuff at ShowtimeShowdown.com, at Twitter and Instagram, at Kenny3DD. And then you can find me at QuickWits.
2: Uh, they perform every Saturday night at the Midville Performing Arts Center. Also at QWComedy.com. And you can find me on Twitter at, at 786Joel. Yay. yay and then emily gets to close
1: us out right Because she started us
0: wait but how do i close this out i
1: feel like we need we have a twist coming twist? and the twist is that you've been jake the entire time uh. dun, dun, dun. so now do your best do your best jake impersonation and say this has been bacon sale
0: this has been bacon sale
1: sounded the same <laughs> yeah do your best jake impression try to say that's funny but really disinterested that's funny okay that's pretty good that sounds exactly like jake thanks jake Thanks. <laughs>
0: I saw the signs. And they opened up my eyes.
2: I saw them. <laughs> Jacob has gone home. Okay. Uh,
1: <laughs> oh, he's passed on. Um, oh. Spoiled. You're <laughs> no. millennial. It's okay. I've... Maybe if the trees were more like the trees from Evil Dead 2, <laughs> it would make sense why Zoe Deschanel's no, D- so stop. dead in the ice. No, <laughs> stop. But it's just lifeless. Kind of like
2: Zoe Deschanel's eyes. Like- yeah just stupid to come to a water planet and water? I was an English major. Nerd. Nerd alert. People have told me, no, you got to go back and watch it because it's a child story. You got to think of it like a bedtime story like for children. And then he went to the pitch room and said, here's what I want to do. I want to take this beloved children's series that everyone's loved and suck all the fun out of it. What? No. <laughs> I yeah.
1: wanted him to die so bad. We
2: all did.
1: <laughs> there is a bum in this movie.
2: What? No. Well, half bum and then full bum. (laughs) Never go full bum. (laughs) I put my hand on my heart to feel how fast my heart was racing. And Ken looked over and I'm over there just being like, oh, my stars and garters!"
1: (laughs) You're an awful person. Okay, I agree (laughs) with that. What? No. (laughs)